it's a rock and roll bedtime stories bonus episode. Did you ever see Gigi Allen? Like perform? No, I didn't. I, yeah. I never got to see him perform. Did you? Yes. Did he go to the bathroom on stage? No, but I, I learned that night from the sound guy that, you know, Gigi had played there before. And if they ever had someone that was just a complete jerk that came in, yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah, when yeah. they're sound checking, they would give them the Gigi mic. So there was a Gigi, so there was a Gigi mic. So they like kept it in the back, and they were like, "Go get, go get the dirty mic." Um, yeah. So, but I saw Gigi do stuff with the mic, um, and it was a waste of twenty dollars or whatever it was. It was it was terrible. Um, and I got my 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 college professor, uh, what college advisor? I got him to go. And so, so, but we didn't go at the same time. But I like looked around, and I was like, Doctor Wilkinson. Um, and at some point, I turned around, and Gigi Allen was like maybe six to eight feet away behind him. And I didn't know, like, well, I didn't want to be like Doctor Wilkinson. Gigi Allen is naked and right behind you, because <laughs> that really was a thing that happened in my life. And I just, I didn't know. What, but he just kept walking around. So, so, so then I was gonna go. So I swear to gosh, um, they put out a record. Gigi Allen and the Murder Junkies, his brother Merle's in the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was called brutality and bloodshed for all. And there's things I wouldn't say on this podcast that are just so offensive. They were on that thing. But, um, so they booked him, like they booked a gig for him to play when I, where I was, I lived. Um, and then he died. And so yeah. most people that have any GG Allen, you know, reference at all, like if they've watched like, you know, what his death was or just any right. background about his life or whatever. So they they got another singer, you know. They didn't cancel the tour. Like, did people go though? Because are you really going to see the Murder Junkies? That doesn't seem accurate. You you basically are going to see the Murder Junkies, which were an excellent band. They're like super great, like metal hard, like band, way hard better band. than him. Because I mean, what what's was there really a lot of talent there? Or was this just shock value? Well, what's your no, opinion on Gigi? Uh, on Jesus Christ, Allen, Gigi, <laughs> no. That's his name. But no, no, he wasn't talented, but he, he wrote some, he wrote the songs. So there's something that's in there, but he wasn't like a, a performer per se or whatever. But so they got a different singer. And so this was the most rock and roll thing to me on like how, like what rock and roll moments really are is like they, they can happen in an instant and everything is completely uh, different. Yeah. And so, yeah, people want to go see the murder junkies. And so did I. So I went and um, this big, enormous, huge hulking man comes out on stage. who's clearly the singer and he's bigger than everyone on stage. He's this enormous dude. And he goes, all right, first thing, we need a place to stay. <laughs> uh, that, that's, uh, whew, that's an intimidating so proposition. Someone yells and goes, I'll take you. And he goes, Thanks. And they turn and like accuse the band and um and they start singing a song called I Kill Everything I Fuck. That really happened. And I was like, this is there's no way to put anything like this together, like out of a movie uh, or anything that would possibly happen where they just got the replacement G.G. Allen. That's he was a G.G. That's crazy. I, you know, I've thought about doing a G.G. Allen episode of the show, but this this story alone might suffice. I mean, I, I don't know if we want It wanna. does. It does. <laughs> I have watched all the G.G. Allen documentaries for you and, and for all of you listening. 
not that, that not that it isn't interesting. I'm just saying I, I think this this does just fine. So I talking nev- about the actual songs and their subject matter. I, ne- I never had a college professor that was into GGL that I knew of, but I did have a college professor that was very into peaches. Have we talked about this? Um, I know peaches, but I don't know this story. Now. Yeah, I know. So he he was just really into peaches. Part, I mean, he taught pop culture and he taught i mean 20 years ago a class called queer theory um and so he was into the performance art of it and he was into the messaging of it and sort of the uh putting things on stage to make people feel uncomfortable but like now we've just talked about Gigi allen so nothing that peaches does is really sounds really that uncomfortable um but i do remember him coming back from a road trip where he'd clearly drank a bunch of red bulls coming back from like deep texas to the university in arkansas that i attended and showing up for class with like slides and being like, look at Peaches and showing us Peaches live show from the night before, but like in photos, not in video because it was so long ago. So not the same, but kind of the same, maybe. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Hey, you know, we do get letters. We are the story guys at gmail.com and we've got one that the subject line alone made me laugh when I got it. Uh, Let me read you the subject line of this. The weaker thans question mark exclamation point. Holy bastard sons of fountains of Wayne and Ben folds playing some Canadian kids bar mitzvah barman exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point. And this is from Mark. Um, that's just the subject line, so buckle in. All right. Well, I'm. I heard. I heard lots of things that I like. So go. Go ahead, dudes. D u u u d e s exclamation point. Capital letters. You guys What's are. What's up, Mark? You guys are genius. Dot dot dot. Or maybe each half a genius. What the fuck do I know? <laughs> We're both from the south, Mark. For first of all, busting in like that into the room. We're already best friends. Uh, he says, what the fuck do I know? But I do fucking love your podcast so, so, so much. It brings me joy when I'm joyless and gas prices got me down and I hate people. But when I hopped on the treadmill the other day and another failed attempt to burn some of the lard off my fat middle-aged ass, I ran twice as fast and twice as far when I heard you, he's talking to me, lauding reconstruction site, the weaker than's record, which is one of my all-time favorite waxings. When I first heard Reconstruction Site, I was at a friend's recording studio in Denmark, of all places, where I was working on a follow-up to my failed debut LP, Everything's Okay, that was released on the Power Pop label, Not Lame Recordings. Uh, Not Lame Recordings. Do, do okay. you know this? I'm kind of familiar. Yeah. Sort of, but, they but did, it's like, but I mean, it could be like a stuck on the wrong side of an index card on the wrong side of my brain. No, no, you're right, because they've done Posey's box sets. They've done Jellyfish box sets. Oh, yeah, okay. Lesser-known well, bands like Miracle Bra and the Shazam. Uh, okay. Dude, the Shazam? Yeah. It's from Nashville, dude. They're great. Anyway, at first thought, I thought when he's talking about when he heard this in Denmark, when he heard this record, I thought it was maybe Fountains of Wayne or an early Ben Folds record I'd never heard. And then he says, parentheses, of course, I was taking a lot of drugs at the time. So, well, you can't blame me for making those comparisons. Anyway, thank you for giving some props to one of the finest records of the begin from the beginning of the 21st century. Obviously, Mark, I agree. That's I, that's why I did an episode on it. It's one of the best. A couple of recommendations for some of the fa- finest songwriters and bands you likely haven't heard. I came up in Washington, D.C., 
uh, in the music scene from the mid-80s to the late-90s playing venues like the 930 Club with amazing musicians, bands, and songwriters. And I don't mean Fugazi. (laughs) And then he writes, dot, 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 though, Ian McKay once stepped on my foot by accident and apologized to me. Uh, A couple of artists and bands to check out. Okay, get your index cards and your pencils. Here we go. Scott Scott McKnight. Uh, It Works For Me is the name of the LP. Amazing songwriting, inventive home production from the pre-digital age. This is not on the streaming services I checked, so you're probably going to have to dig on the internet. Uh, The Grave Robbers. Uh, The LPs are called Between the Devil and the Deep Blue Sea and Soul Parking, which is a great name for a record. It is, And, And then... I did a little digging, and I found Mark's LP that he said was oh. failed. Is it the, so he was recording it in Denmark? Yes. That one? The, yes. This is the record he was recording in Denmark. And so... Uh, What's the name of the band? Or is uh, it, he he it just... just his, it's just Mark Helm. And the, oh, it's it his is, name. Okay. Yes. It is recently on uh, streaming services, including Spotify. And this is a track called Isolation Day. say we've already figured out that mark is is clearly cut from the same cloth as you and i but uh this this rips dude this is clearly (laughs) my kind of shit i know and dude if i could be in any world any place in the world making a record it'd be copenhagen yeah yeah i mean i don't even know if he knows about your uh your european ties yeah it's copenhagen might be my might be my favorite city on earth i think that i've visited for sure yeah I really, I mean, I just, it was pretty in, instantaneous. So I really, it's just a really lovely city. Well, I am really glad, speaking of lovely things, that Mark reached out. Here's how he finishes the the note. Uh, anyway, fellers, love you both passionately. Thanks for brightening my days and convincing me not to drown myself in the bathtub. Because, well, bands like The Weaker Thens, your pod, and this poem, which I really need to share because I've never read a poem that mentions Neil Sean, are the things that keep me keeping on. So he then oh, includes at oh, the bottom a Hanifa. Oh my, do you know what he's? Oh my, no, but I'm ready. Just hit me with it. Okay, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's really long. But shouts, this is like like he needed one more way to show that he's clearly our kind of guy. He then drops a Hanifa Durakib uh, poem in the bottom of this email. And I'm a huge Hanif fan. I've read most of his books. Uh, and at one time was trying to book him for a conference that I was working on. Very big Hanif guy. Okay, I'll just read you the beginning, and then you can go find this poem, but here's the beginning. 
When we were 13, Jeff's father left the needle down on a journey record before leaving the house one morning and never coming back. And this is why none of us sing along to Don't Stop Believing Anymore. It's like maybe the greatest opening to a poem of all time. Shouts yeah. to Hanif. Shouts to our boy, uh, Mark. Wow, dude. That was, I, I got to say, it is was, nice when we get letters like this. I'm not going to lie. That was man crushy almost, dude. Man. <laughs> and I'm here guys for are, it. I'm 100% here for it. You know, back in my day, they would say you're both in each other's wheelhouse. So I was at a, I saw a tweet the other day because I was at a Built to Spill concert with some friends and uh, a, a guy next to me who I did not know, we both got bumped into by a person. And who we did not know. And I turned to him. The guy goes, he's like, I'm used to feeling like the old guy at the show. I did not feel like the old guy at the show. I definitely feel like these are my people. And then I saw a tweet where someone said something to the extent of, I'm at a Built to Spill show in like Spokane. And I just look around and everybody looks like me. And I'm pretty sure everybody used to read Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel right now, Mark. Thank you for the letter. If you've got a letter for us, we are the story guys at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and you can always um, get involved with everything else that we're up to at we are the story guys.com or on the Facebook page, et cetera, et cetera. And this has been a delightful bonus episode. Thank you for hanging out. What should people do until one of our full episodes, Mark? Keep telling stories.